1: Welcome again to Cottage Talk. This is a very special episode, a series for the month of January dealing with the transfer window. Today is Thursday, so I'm calling it Transfer Thursday. So, this episode, I will be talking about the transfer speculation surrounding phone for about the next 15 to 20 minutes. And there is some. I'm not the biggest fan of transfer speculation, but I do know that many supporters love it. So, At this point, I'm actually going all in. So we're going to talk about the transfer speculation. At the end of the show, I have an interesting poll results that I'm going to go over. Each week, I'm going to talk about a transfer that went through that saw a Fulham Academy player go in the other direction. And what were the results of it? Today, we're going to talk about Ryan Session. And it's going to be interesting results from the poll I did. And uh, I look forward to talking about my thoughts on Ryan Session's time at Tottenham Hotspur, which I don't think have been the greatest. They haven't been the worst, but I think that it has not been what I had hoped there would be. I want to see our former players do well. And uh, it's been an interesting time for Ryan at Tottenham, and I'm going to talk about it at the end of this uh, transfer show. So without further ado, let's get going. Let's start with our first topic and... It involves two players. This comes from the Daily Mail. And I'm just going to read to it. Quote, Foam's move for Cedric, Soares, and Abdule Dekore are stalling over wage demands according to the Daily Mail. Okay, so first of all, if I said Cedric's last name wrong or DeCore's name wrong, his first name, uh, I apologize there. I'm doing the best I can on that. But let's talk about the situation with these two players. We're talking about Cedric at Arsenal, 31 years old, but he's a right back. Fulham have a need for a right back. They certainly do to back up Kenny Tete. Kenny Tete has been great when he can play, but we do know he's injury prone. So I'm all for a move. But as we're reading the speculation, what's coming down to both of these potential transfers has to do with wages. So you're saying, well, just pay the wages. Uh, I actually agree with trying to get the wages under control to a level that is good for Fulham and also good for the players that are currently at Fulham because you don't want to upset the apple cart by having players coming in that are much higher than, say, your star players like Mitro, Paulina, and all the other players. It becomes a pecking order, so you have to be careful on the wages you set for these players. So I'm all for Fulham being, let's use the word frugal, trying to get these wage demands down on both of these players. We'll see if they happen. In regards to Decore, this is a player that Marco Silva worked with before, so I understand the thoughts on this. Uh if you read a little bit about him, he can play a 10. He can also play a box-to-box midfielder, so I understand why we're looking at him if the speculation is true. Let's call it what it is. It's speculation. But it kind of makes sense because I think fall need another central midfielder. I would say someone to back up Paulina, And that's not really what DeCurry probably is. But I think you still need help in central midfield with that three. Someone that could play the Harrison Reed role and maybe also play the Pereira role. I think would be a good thing. But the situation with DeCurry is similar to Cedric, if the demands are too high, then in my opinion, you don't make the move. You look for someone else. You try to make it happen because uh, you want quality players. I believe De Curry is 27 years old, so it makes sense to, to look at him to see if you can bring him in and potentially sign him on a new deal or on loan. We'll get to that in a second with both of these players because I think there's something potentially going on that could affect a current foam player on loan. Okay. So I think it's fairly obvious that Fulham are looking at the right back position because there's been a lot of speculation as well on Roma's right back, Rick Garstorp. It sounds like he is out of favor with Jose Marino and will probably leave. Okay, great. But you have to ask yourself, first of all, in this situation, do you want a player that's out of favor that, has been causing issues with the manager. Do you want a player like that? Or is his talent that much that you think that he gets into a different situation with Fulham that he'll thrive? It's an interesting one because right now you have situation with Kenny Tete as your starting right back. And Karstorp, if he came to Fulham, would be battling for that position, but he wouldn't be guaranteed to be starting. So his attitude could be similar to what it is at Roma. This is an interesting situation, but what it also shows is that Fulham's net to find a right back is not just at one player, it's at two players. And it could be more than that that we're just not hearing about. This is just what's in the media. And this has been going on for a little bit. And it's not shocking that we are having these two stories with these two players at right back at the same time. It's normal for a club, to look at several players out of position and then they ultimately hopefully get one of the players that they want. So the fact that we're linked to two and I think probably more than that, we only know of two is a good thing. It'll just come down to it'll come down to a couple of things. Who wants to come here? Who can sign for the right amount of money? That's also a factor here. And it'll come down to what the club wants. Do they want one of these players? Well, obviously they do. So hopefully they get player that they actually really want. If they don't, they have backup plans. I don't know which one they are looking at as the primary, but there are a few that we're talking about right here on this show. Let's see, I got a comment here. Let's see what we got. Just my friend Wayne. Thank you, Wayne, for just saying good afternoon. It's morning here in America on the East Coast, but thank you, Wayne. And uh, I know this is a new show, a new time. I'm going to be doing a lot of different shows, as I've already said. I was hoping to do a Transfer Tuesday show, but phone played. So that's why today is Transfer Thursday, where I can talk a little bit about transfers and have some fun with it. This show is going to be more fun than anything else, because I know so many people love the transfer window. So this will give you a chance to listen to some talk on Cottage Talk about the transfer window for this month. Okay, so now as we talk about those speculation with those three players, that's going to lead to talk about what is coming out of the Leeds United camp, the media over there, because they're seeing these stories. And there is this speculation out there because Fulham have two loans and maybe Fulham might want one of these players that they're looking at on loan. It's possible well, then they would probably have to send a loan back, which would be someone like Dan James. It could be Shane Duffy, but who knows? The speculation has been with Dan James, and it comes to the question, would you want to send Dan James back to Leeds United? Now, he hasn't been able to really put a foothold really into the foam side at this point. He's been playing. He just hasn't been playing a great deal. And uh, if you read comments from Marco, he talks about James still adapting to the foam style play. So that might be a, a factor in here as well, but um, it's going to be an interesting situation dealing with James and also dealing with who Fulham are looking at. And do they want to bring in another player on loan? Cause if they do, someone probably has to go back and it would be Dan James and, It's funny because I see the potential, but that's what Dan James's career has been built on, potential. You see it, you see the pace, you see the ability, but at some point you have to really end up being the finished product. I don't think he's the finished product, so you have to ask yourself, should he stay at full, especially with Manor Solomon coming back? Should he stay? So I did a very quick poll just about an hour ago to really gauge what the Fulham supporters were thinking about Dan James, and I'm going to share that if you're watching live with everyone so you, you can get a feel for the poll results. So just give me one second while I pull that up, and let's see with my poll here. So I'm going to share that. Give me one second. And here are the poll results so far. It's 192 votes. It's probably just about the end of the poll. And the poll was Should Fulham send Dan James back to Leeds United? Yes, was at 59.4%. No, was at 40.6%. That's 192 votes. That's pretty good in one hour's time. I hope to get more votes, but it's a decent amount of votes. So the majority, two thirds pretty much, say send him back to Leeds United. I'm not sure about that because I see the potential, but that's the problem with a situation with Dan James, you see the potential, you see what he could offer. I saw what he offered in the Man United match, and I'm thinking, we need more of that. We definitely need more of that. So whereas I understand sending him back, if you're going to upgrade at another position, I'm a little hesitant at this point. I'm, I'm waffling here because I could see both sides. So I could definitely understand why sending him back could be a benefit but there's a part of me that still sees a good player there. So I'm I'm conflicted on the situation with Dan James. I, I am totally conflicted because I could see his value and what it could potentially give. That's the problem with this player. It's about potential. Okay. So coming up next to end this very quick transfer window show, we're going to go look at a transfer in the past and see how both teams made out on it. It involves Ryan Sessegnon. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
0: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything 24 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
1: Okay, we're back. And to end this special show that I am doing, we're going to talk about Ryan Sessegnon. And this is actually a subject that actually saddens me a little bit because I don't like the way that Ryan Sessegnon has turned out at Tottenham Hotspur. I really don't. I certainly don't like the way he's been treated by so many Tottenham supporters. I understand wanting to get the best out of a player and the expectations, but there's been some real just terrible comments about Ryan Sessegnon. Just put in Ryan Sessegnon's name each and every week, and you're going to see it. You're going to see the comments. There are some positive ones, but I would say it's got to be 90% negative On Ryan Sessegnon and I think it has to do with the expectations of that deal that deal was massive and I think Tottenham Hotspur fans thought that they were getting the next big thing and it just hasn't turned out that way so I'm going to share the poll results right now here's the poll which team ultimately won the Ryan Sessegnon transfer to Tottenham Hotspur several years ago the results 301 votes is a decent amount of votes. Fulham, 86%. Tottenham Hotspur, 14%. Fulham got a, a very good transfer for him. Plus, they got Josh Anima. So even though Josh Anima is not playing right now, and you could argue has been a little bit of a disappointment, he is what he is. He did help them when they were in the championship. So for me, it ended up working out okay the transfer of bringing back Anima was okay because he ended up helping Fulham plus Fulham got the money. So in my opinion, Fulham won the deal. Fulham absolutely won the deal. They got the the finances and they got a player on top of it. I think there are two big losers here. One is Tottenham Hotspur. I, I think they did not get the player that they had hoped that they had gotten with this transfer. Like I said, he was, picked as the next big thing. And what's interesting is that when I watched some of these and comments that I would see about Sessignon, it would usually be the same thing, that he doesn't take on players enough. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. And when he was at Fulham, he was more of a cerebral player, a player that would show up at the right time, but not someone that really took on players. I noticed he is doing that more and added that to his game. But that was not part of his game when – they made the transfer. It just wasn't. That wasn't the type of player he was. I think he's trying to adapt and becoming more of that player, which is great. I think he's a better player. But I think the big losers here are Tottenham Hotspur. More importantly, I think the biggest loser is Ryan Sessegnon himself. Now, I think Ryan should have stayed at Fulham. I think he would have flourished at Fulham. And I think he still had the rest of his career ahead. I think he went too soon. In my opinion, this was a mistake to go to Tottenham Hotspur because I don't think that they have grown him as a player. He has gotten a little better, but I think if he stayed at Fulham, he would be the complete player that everyone thought he was going to be. I truly believe that, and I think this was a mistake. But uh, again, you learn from your mistakes. Maybe if he looks back at it, he thinks twice about it, But sometimes the grass isn't always greener. And I think this is a model case of that. I don't think it's worked out. I don't think Spurs fans are happy with the player they got. I don't think Ryan has gotten the coaching that he really needed. I I know when he came in, he was under a very good coach. But then you have Jose Mourinho coming in. Now you have Conte. And I just think that he needed a, a different type of coach that would really take advantage of his skill set. And he had that at Fulham. And, uh, but he decided to leave, and I do wish him the best. Ultimately, I think he's the biggest loser. I want to see him become a great player. I still think he has the ability to do that. I do hope that he gets that in his career. He's still a very young player. But for me, and uh, sadly, I think he's um, he didn't win this deal. I think that uh, this didn't work out. From financially, I'm sure it did, but I'm talking about getting to play all the time. He doesn't start all the time. I just wish Ryan would have stayed at Fulham, but he didn't. And uh, I think, as you see, in my poll results: Hotspur were the loser, and Fulham were the winner in this uh, deal because they got the money and they also got a player who helped them in the championship. So there you go on that. Okay, well. Well, this is actually, I enjoy doing this. Like I said, I'm going to do this throughout the January transfer window. Please send me feedback if you liked it. I know this is a short show. First time I've tried a transfer window show, and I hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, each week coming up, I'm going to be also focusing on a former Fulham player, and we're going to do another analysis on their transfer to see if it worked, see if it worked, see who was the winner there. We have a few to still do, so it should be fun. Okay. Before we go, I just want to mention, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Really helps other phone supporters find us. Okay, well, that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk. My name is Russ Goldman. Thank you, as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk, now part of the TalkSport Fan Network.
0: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
1: It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in